Knuckleball's the best, number one. It's the GOAT of sports apps. Talk about the greatest of all time. Big Joe's the greatest of all time. He's the GOAT. We know it. <laughs> I, I'm going to say right. I'm the Djokovic of this scenario. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Download the OTB Sports app now. The Football Daily on Off The Ball. Hello and welcome to Tuesday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan and we'll start with Ireland's next game at the Women's World Cup. It seems to be mixed messages about Louise Quinn's fitness ahead of tomorrow's game against Canada in Group B. The FAI released a statement before Vera Powell's press conference in Perth to say Quinn has been training with an ankle injury that she picked up against Australia, but she'd be available for selection. But then the Ireland boss said this at the press conference before the squad trained in Perth. We're also a bit concerned. Um, we think that she can play, but um, yeah, we are always honest. So now also she's going to train and we see how far she gets. Um, it, it's waiting for all of us. Um, it's an injury that is not very straightforward and um, uh, it's just really relying on how she reacts on uh, the current uh, or the next training in an hour. And I'm not hiding anything. I'm always open about that because I don't think that you win or lose a game on, on hiding it. After that press conference, Louise Quinn and Heather Payne both only took a limited part in training. Payne was spotted at training with heavy strapping to her right leg. The girls in green need at least a point against the Olympic champions to keep alive their hopes of securing a spot in the last 16. Kira Caruso was at the pre-match press conference with Vera Pau and said one of the main positives to take from the loss against Australia was how the team kept going for the 90 minutes and finished the game strongly. The last 25 minutes, especially those last key minutes of uh, the Australia game, you're right, it did, uh, it did really uh, light a fire under us and kind of show this 90-minute-plus-minute uh team that we have in us and the ability the dangers we have in us um throughout an entire game and uh i'd say that that definitely was something that we take away looking back on having looked back on the game and going forward that we want to continue to bring into this game and kind of remember that we are reliable and we are um we have that endurance we have that that longevity to make sure that we can come up with a result in the 90 plus minute or at any minute in the game so uh yeah i'd say that that was definitely a, a positive going leaving the australia game Former Ireland manager Sue Ronan was on OTBAM earlier on to look ahead to the Canada game. She said she'd like to see Vera Powside play in the front foot a bit more against the Olympic champions. They're definitely not as, you know, not as direct and uh, down and they don't use the wing play as much as the Australians do. Um, so, you know, from our point of view, I'd like to see our wing backs impose ourselves on it and, and give them something to think about. And as you say, don't get pinned in so much for all of the game. Of course, there's going to be times when they're going to have to be deep. Um, but I think, you know, let's give Canada something to think about and let's take the game to them at, at moments, you know, choose our moments um, we can't do it, of course, for 90 minutes and we'd be silly to try um, because they are a very, very good team. But I, I definitely think there's there's a result in this one for us tomorrow. There has to be or we're going home effectively. You know, we, we have to get something. We definitely can't lose the game. Um, even a draw will keep us in it, but we definitely can't afford to lose this game. Canada boss Bev Priestman described Ireland as a horrible team to play against. The word physicality came up at her press conference a few times but from Canadian journalist Priestman said Canada can give as good as they can get on that front. Chelsea's Jesse Fleming looks set to start, having recovered from the calf injury that ruled her out of the scoreless draw at Nigeria. Three games at the tournament today. New Zealand missed the chance to move one step closer to a place in the last 16. The co-host lost 1-0 to the Philippines in Wellington. Serena Bolden scored the winner for the Philippines, the first goal they've ever scored at the Women's World Cup in their first tournament one 
of eight debutants at the tournament and the first goal from one of the eight. Norway and Switzerland finished scoreless in Hamilton in the same group. Former Ballon d'Or winner Ada Hegerberg was a late withdrawal from the Norway starting 11. She suffered a groin injury towards the end of the warm-up. The Swiss are top of Group A on four points. New Zealand and the Philippines both have three and Norway have one point. So it's still all to play for ahead of the final round of games in that group. In Group H, Colombia got their tournament off to the perfect start with a 2-0 win over South Korea who were managed by former Ireland boss Colin Bell. That game in Sydney was the last of the first round of games so we've seen all 32 teams now Korea's Casey Fair, who's 16, became the youngest ever player at a Women's World Cup. A book of condolences opened at Nottingham Forest after the death of former European Cup winner Trevor Francis at the age of 69. He scored the only goal in the 1979 final before lifting the trophy again a year later. Francis became Britain's first million-pound footballer after moving to the city ground from Birmingham. Tributes have also been paid to former Sheffield Wednesday and Nottingham Forest midfielder Chris Bart-Williams. And that news came just hours after the death of Trevor Francis, who was the manager of Sheffield Wednesday when Bart-Williams played for the club in the early 90s. Forest have signed Anthony Alanga from Manchester United for £15 million. The 21-year-old Sweden internationals agreed a five-year deal. Alanga scored three goals in 39 Premier League games for United. He came through the youth ranks at Old Trafford. Wilfred Zaha has completed a move to Galatasaray on a three-year contract. The Ivory Coast International was a free agent after leaving Crystal Palace this summer. And Premier League Chief Executive Richard Masters says he's not too concerned for now about Saudi Arabia's ascendancy in football. He says it takes time to become a dominant force. Al-Hilal submitted a world record €300 million offer for PSG forward Kylian Mbappe who has 12 months left on his current deal. Cristiano Ronaldo and Karim Benzema have already joined the country's Pro League. Masters told the BBC about the Saudi Pro League wanting to be one of the top 10 leagues by 2030. He says investing in players and managers to try and raise the profile of the league and clubs. It took the Premier League 30 years to get to the position they have in terms of their profile and how competitive the league is and the revenue streams that they have. So he says he wouldn't be too concerned at the moment, but obviously Saudi Arabian clubs have as much right to purchase players as any other leagues do. The Football Daily on Off The Ball.